all my creatives, what's going on? You know what it is. It's neighborhood Ruby Spray at Remo Marac. We're here for another edition of Cuts. This is episode 89. 89, my creatives. Episode 88, I had my homie Demi D in the building. That was a dope conversation. We definitely got into it. But this one right here is is definitely, 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 definitely special and different. This right here is damn near a decade in the making. Decade in the making, and I know these two gentlemen over here for damn near fucking two and a half decades. And the reason being... Because we went to one of the dopest fucking art schools in New York City, hands down. We are the alumni of art and design. I have to my left, to your right, I got my man Pete from Pete's Basement, Roger Kenny. What is good, son? Hello. What is good, son? Listen here. The levels that we're going on, salud, we are drinking. Yes. Yo. Unbelievably, we are in our forties, and, and 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 create. It's all good. That's all good. How'd that but creatively, though, we have done tremendous things. And courtesy of the high school I just said, high school of art and design, like yo, uh, just to go into it, man. Like, oh my god, what is going on? What's shaking, man? Yeah, what is going on? Now, what is going on now? Man. Hey, listen, listen, listen. First and foremost, we right here. I'll put the cards up. I don't even give a damn. Pete's Basement, I, like literally one of the dopest comic book platforms. I, I have, I had to bring him here. I had to bring him here. You know what I'm saying? We've been talking the search fire, right? Anybody listen, recognize that? Listen, guys, New York. Where's my yeah, New Yorkers? Yeah, right, 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 right. Astoria. You can't. You gotta. You gotta recognize. Oh, these are the Brooklyn tanks. The yes. Astoria ones were different. Those were the ones with the uh, like the scaffolding that went oh, right. It was down. curved. Yep. That's right. It was curved. Yes, yes, these yes, are the yes. Ones they took down. They imploded them in July of. Oh, two, yeah, oh sorry. Yes. In July of 2011. Wow. Conspiracy theorists will tell you that was 2000, practice. 2001. But, wow. I'm sorry. I say 2011, 2001, July 15, mm. 2001. We were there. And crazy people <laughs> like myself will tell you that was practice for something else that happened later no. on that year. Wow. We're not gonna get into yeah. that shit. Wow! That's what I was crazy. Yeah, no, I well, no, hey, listen, no, you were never crazy. It was just you took, you kept it like it is. But I will say this though, real talk, and we was talking off wax, my creatives, real talk. We are still in story time and everything like that. But we was talking off wax. I gotta thank you. You know what I'm saying? I gotta thank you because during the time, yep, my creatives, the baby that I had before this was Ream TV, and. I was thorough with that shit. I mean, I'm talking like rough. Like we, we was rough with the recordings, <laughs> rough. And when I seen Pete's basement in 2008, you know what I'm saying? I was like, wait a minute, hold up. I'm tripping. Like even even though there were others that inspired me to do like the platform, I just wanted to be my own rough, rugged and raw. But then I saw Pete's basement, and I just seen how you carried yourself. I seen how you really was like being intricate about the stories and just like overall about the culture that you're passionate about. And I was like, hey, hold the fuck up. I, I got I gotta switch this up. So I definitely wanted to say that to you. You know, it's um thank you. And also too that the fact that, you know, this was ten years in the making, you know what I'm saying? And in both of our growths as we're growing with this like content creative space and media space and entertainment space and everything like that. And Roger, you two, same thing. I know you've done writing and you've done a couple of documentaries 
and stuff like that. And I just seen the growth and I always seen it on Facebook. So, you know, to you gentlemen, thank you. And this overall, just what we did at Art and Design, it was like, yo, please, yo, I, I'm always going to tell you thank you. So, you know, off the rip, man, what is good? What is going on? Let's get into it. Right off the rip. I think you're giving Pete Spacer way too much credit there. I think so. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, no, I'm, I always keep it real, son. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, listen, we can talk about numbers. Like, it doesn't matter. It's about how you make your impact in comic Like, Believe it or not, a few people, when I said I was having you on, they knew about you. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that, okay, hey, it's not doing millions. It's not doing billions. No, it's 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 the impact. You I know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean, like, you know, we do actually have, since it started, filmed literally in Pete's actual basement. Yep. Right. In his house. Right. And, uh, and yeah, we, you know, we started with a little bit higher quality, and then we kind of dipped a little bit. <laughs> we started we actually, real high. Because, I mean, I didn't know then. Because it right. was you and Adam and Steve doing the editing. And then when it came down to me doing some of the editing, and I realized, like, this three-camera shit is not working for me. This okay. is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, I, like, yeah, a higher quality. And it was like, oh, yeah, doing this and that. But we had a lot more time then. This was 14 years ago. Right. You know, pre- right. Pre- a lot of people had kids and whatnot. Right. Some of us right. just got drunker over the years and the That's basement true. accumulated more stuff. And, you know, and, like, the, the it's funny because the expectation from the internet audience is, like, you know, they're willing to accept a lot. If you look at like Twitch with a, a guy on like a green screen with mm-hmm. like, you know, a video game behind them the whole time and he's got millions of people watching him, it's like, oh, okay, you can, you can push it a lot, you know, with the quality. It doesn't have to be like we had literally, like, literally had like four guys at a table and three cameras on them and like lav mics. And right. like you know, and and like you know, X, XR cable going across the oh, room, and all, yeah, right, all like, yeah. right? And then and then after a while, we were just like you know, people are watching. We can just do it. You know, we can make it a little bit more raw, which right. which um, they seem to I mean, have it's liked. Good. It's, yeah, yeah, I mean, look, you know, hey man, look, I mean, here we are in a studio with like. You know, I feel like I'm at the you know Howard Stern show right now. Yeah. This is awesome. This big ass microphone this is so incredible. Tyler. That's why I'm not taking these off. This, this is, I'm, oh, on no, a, oh, I'm on a show right oh, now. You know, yeah, right? No, I know. Here's the thing: like when I'm here, and, and also shout out to Gotham Podcast Studios. You know what I'm saying? When I'm here, like I really like break. I break rules. Like I just be like, because there was times. Let's do it. I used to have it on, but I'd be wearing hats so much. I used to fuck up my hat. So when I'm in oh, post, because yeah. I I edit my stuff and everything, right? So I'm in post and I'm looking. I'm like, damn, my hats are fucked up. I'm like shit. <laughs> I was like Get that line right through yeah, the center. Yeah, like it's like it's like crunched down red <laughs> and all that. And I'm like, nah, let me get this off. It's all right, my boy. They can hear me. I don't. I don't. I, I trust their judgment. They, they, you know, here they do quality audio production. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I trust it. And then just like you said about Pete and his levels, I'm the same way because we're boisterous individuals. You, man. So it's like, yo, fuck it. I don't even want to hear my voice in there. I'll be pulling right. some shit like from Emperor's New Groove. Like, is that my voice? Is that my voice? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Nah, that's what's up. Let's really get into it, man. Great time with Story Mode, but let's get into it. Pete's Basement. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna hold you, man. Like I said, it was definitely monumental. It's a definitely dope platform. In your heart of hearts, what did you did you what did you see in the beginning for the for this platform? And then also to as as it is now, what is it that you cherish of it now? Hmm. I think in the beginning we we thought like this was we figured we'd be on TV soon enough, like eventually, because <laughs> why the hell not? We're hilarious, and we are. <laughs> it was just like I don't know. There wasn't a lot of people doing comic book podcasts back then. It was a few, right? right. And like I fanboy was one that I remember, and I don't even 
recall any of the others. And right. they're still there around. They have like a, they have their website still. Um, and they were great guys. I never took to the name. I, I never liked the name Fanboy. So when we when we started it, we like we wanted to distance ourselves from that. It felt wimpy. Like we wanted to prove <laughs> to people that yeah, comic shit. book fans can be regular people and be nerds too like we, we can get laid just like the rest of you right. <laughs> Hold on, we're not the pocket protecting mouth breathing nerds that we you then you know, like the, that are stereotypes yeah, yeah. yeah i think um the uh the the point there because yeah because i think remember our conversation very early on is like you know what are we going to call the show and like yeah. in addition and, and certainly fanboy and any other sort of iteration of a comic book you know word came up but we managed to distance ourselves completely from any at all SEO. Okay. Right. So there's a zero. Like, you can't tell at all from Pete's basement what the show's about, which right. is like <laughs> that a really, that was a really real. bad move, but still it worked. No, that was know. great, though. That, that's why <laughs> I said it. I was thanking y'all because, be anything. because what it is, like I said, when it came to Ream TV, like, you already knew after a while, I, where, what, what hood shit Remo's going to, where ratchet shit Remo's going <laughs> to get mixed in with, or whatever. But with Pete's basement, it was it would get led into then it'd be like the debates about comic books. Oh, okay, what about the expos and what should the expos do better and X Y Z within the comic book space. So yeah, nah, definitely no. That's what it was, and it and it led to what you guys were doing and continuously doing, and it led to the connections that you guys you know get built over the years. You know yep. what I'm saying? So yeah, nah, never the fact of okay, hey, well, well, I didn't want we didn't want people to know off the rip it was comic book. No, that's it, great. Uh, the name happened purely by accident. And really? Oh yeah, you gotta go into that. You gotta was, go into that. We we were sitting there trying to figure out what the hell to call, and we went through myriad names. We used to hang out in right. we used to hang out in my basement all the time, pretty much Since back high in high school. school. Yeah. yeah, and the amount of dumb shit that had happened in the basement, and I think the very first episode was called "Welcome to Pete's Basement," where Steve broke the light that time. Right. And it was always right. so basically what my friend had done. I had one of them like circular lights, and you know, like the old school kitchen lights and yeah. shit. And he, I don't know what the fuck we, we were doing. filming. He picks up a chair. We're definitely we were, filming we were, this some is prior shit. to Pete's Basement. We used to, in high school, we used to make movies in Pete's house. Mm -hmm. No, I remember that. Remember I remember that. that. I remember you might have been there for that. <laughs> I definitely there for a few. You might have been there for a few. You might have been there for a few. Well, I mean, everybody came through at that point, and we. And we and there, there was at least two because I know Diego's house because you wasn't too far from <laughs> shouts to Diego. We was too you was too far from, but I remember, <laughs> I remember the I think it was the the weekend the the Friday before we went on Christmas break, mm -hmm. and I think we was at Diego's house and we was wilding. We was playing man in his house and his mom <laughs> and his mom was like tripping like yo we were. Fucking up his house. Oh I remember God. a time running through the streets of Astoria with like Diego, Saban, Jerick, yeah! and mad other people. Vinny. <laughs> yeah. and, Larry, and Larry. Like, yo! Larry! Yes! Larry. <laughs> oh, man. Well, like, but my friend Steve picks up like one of these yeah. kind of chairs. Lifts it over his head like as if like a like a wrestling kind of smash a oh, chair. Shit. And I like to say, Psh! Like, Okay. Light, yeah. And I mean, there was just crazy other shit. I, right. I had a birdcage in my ass, so thanks to trick photography. Was, yeah. <laughs> Some tri like, literally fucking, I don't know, somebody standing in front of me, and remember Jenny? Jenny pulling, and the birdcage like, comes out, and like, there's a birdcage up their ass, and my friend Chris was like, I have a birdcage in my ass. <laughs> it was like, so clearly. Stupid ass. And all of this out of context stuff, all your, all your viewers are going to be like, the fuck are these weirdos talking about? <laughs> but we, 
Rod, Roger was pulling off like trick shots with cameras when we were just like we were 14, There's 15 a, years doing old. Doing editing in a VHS yeah. like, camera. Like pausing it. Okay, now pull the birdcage out. Okay, now, oh my God, he's got a birdcage up his ass. And it was all like properly angled. So like, I mean, it looked like it. It looked good. Yeah. It looked good. And then it was, you know, called like the, the magician scene where there's just wire and cord coming. <laughs> we had, this was a, this I mean, was a stupid ass shit like this. So that the name of the show was Pete's Basement where XYZ happened. happens. Right. And eventually we just kind of ran out of shit. And we well, just like, all right, we well, we'll the Pete's Bay. Oh, we, we didn't just got really lazy. Shit. There's plenty of shit we could have put in there. But A, modesty. That's and, true. And B, you I know. mean, after the birdcage in the ass, what more modesty do you have? I mean, <laughs> there was the time where Steve threw toilet paper and Chris and had five seconds to live, sir. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> That was hilarious. Yeah. There was the time when I sprayed uh, um, dishwashing liquid in my eyes. There was the time you sprayed dishwashing liquid in your that eyes, yeah. Fun. And yeah. ran outside, did the curly shuffle in my front gate, and then ran down the street. <laughs> that crazy-ass shit happening way before Pete's basement. And this is just the... The, you know so the cycle iceberg, you, yeah. The iceberg. Yeah. y'all had me climbing up on the top of the clothesline pole I am scared to death of heights I don't know like getting on a ladder and they got me 30 feet in the end this motherfucker starts shaking the pole like stop it <laughs> <laughs> was that wait, that was after Peace Basin wasn't it no that was that was, that was the that was like when I was the angel from heaven and Anthony oh, Moreno right. was the demon and shit. That's right. That See was, what you could do about those deviled eggs? That was, that's right. That was the uh, that was the dog biscuit day. Yeah, it was dog biscuit day. That's wow, right. Wow, you guys were jackass before Jack. Yeah, we yeah, well, man. We would it was crazy. It, yeah. it was it was we were high school stupid idiots, but but, but that's the thing. Like Roger just did, like Pete said, from his brilliance, man. He did like a whole stop motion shit with cheese doodles and things. Like these yeah. cheese doodles attacked our friend and like dragged them off and like to eat them. It was right. really... We were TikTok before TikTok, clearly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the whole the whole concept of Pete's basement, admittedly, was Roger's brainchild. Wow. Roger calls me one day because I guess he's you know he's into the he's on the forefront the of the media world and everything. With right. you were working for. So I was working for Business Week, Week magazine, right, right, right? And I've done a. I was doing podcasts for them with Adam. Mm -hmm. we, me and Adam, who was on the show, was on the same team. Um, and he, you know, I pitched this whole like um, weekly news show for them. They were doing an audio version of it. I'm like, this is the video show. Like, you need to make this the video show. And they were like, How fast can you make this happen? I was like, Really fast. Let's do it. <laughs> so like, I just literally like, you know duct tape together this whole like production thing for them mm -hmm. and I, you know and we were winning awards it was really amazing we had a fake three camera shoot with a with a green screen right i, I did a, a full um virtual studio in maya and then hooked it up with final cut so you didn't even need Maya at that point you just right. put the graphics in and mm -hmm. everything would light up light and it would be mm -hmm. yeah it was really it was it was sick so anyway um you know i you know obviously i know pete I know, yeah. and and my friend steve from from you know when i was a kid Huge comic book fans. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge comic book fan. People just tell you. You know. Okay. I'm. I'm a huge Mad Magazine fan. I love like you know. I love like crazy you know independent zines, all that kind of shit. But I was never into the mainstream comics. But whenever Pete and, and Steve got together, and, and most of the friends from high school, right, would just geek yeah, out about comics. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we go off we on, it. on and, it. And I and so for me, I knew about that. But then also, um, you know, Ramon, who's also on Pete's Basement, and Adam, I knew from work. And they were two huge comic book fans. And whenever they would get together, like, Ramon would walk past Adam's, you know, cubicle, and they would spend an hour just talking about Batman and fucking, you know, this and that. And, and you know, what did you see what happened with Harley Quinn and this, right? And so it was at the time when I said to myself, you know what, like, um, that's a show, you know. Like, th this is like, we're in New York, and in New York, you know, everybody has lots of friends. Like, you know, this... 
that, you know, they have these people who they could talk to about this. There's probably people all over the world that does not have one friend to talk to about comics. And wouldn't it be nice to have like a, a weekly show where they can come, everybody knows your name, and boom, you're there talking about comics. You know, recreate that experience in a podcast form. And that's when I called Pete. It was never, like the concept of the show originally was never to be like one of these highfalutin, holier-than-thou yeah, review shows. Yeah, top it was a bunch of hammerheads getting drunk, talking shop, and that was it. Yeah. Just like you would at like, you know, Roger had said it to me. It was like, I notice whenever we're at a bar or something like that, you guys... Just kind of trail off for a little bit, and you just talk shop, and then you come back like to the main group, like because yeah. not everybody can you know be a part of that conversation. They don't they don't know what's going on, but that was his concept was like I got these other two friends, and we'll bring you guys together, and like you said, you know, who doesn't have people to talk shop with because some you know people from other states or something like that they don't got no friends that are into this stuff, right? And he calls me up. I remember this conversation to a T. He says, Pete. You want to do a podcast about comics? I'm like, yeah. What's a podcast? <laughs> so he got it. It'll segue. Because you know what it is with Pete? Pete's like the the young, old-head, young, like, OG-type guy. Like, just that right there. It's like, right. oh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Whatever. All right, let's do it. Right. <laughs> I'm into it. What, right. what is it? He's like, well, it's like an internet TV show. I'm like, cool. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> I remember that first phone conversation with all of us on, like, fucking, you know, like, uh, whatever, party line and shit and right. trying to come up with a name. Well, you didn't know Adam. I you did not. I met Ramon. Adam. I met Ramon once oh, when we were folding Rip Magazine, City. getting stupid oh, no. stoned That's in your right. apartment that That's day. Right. On, <laughs> on the with, south side. I lived at Ramon's house for, like, five minutes. We're smoking blunts <laughs> holding up Rip Magazine at the time, and Ramon was just like... I'm not into it with these weirdos. So he just goes into his in his room. That was his roommate at the time, and, and we're just like, yeah, man, holding a magazine. It's cool. Remember Rip Magazine? Come on. Yeah, I know. Dude, you yeah, yeah, gotta remember that shit, right? Oh, man. This is back in uh, art and design. Yeah, it's all God. We had so many magazines, so many uh, articles, so many tools you know and books funny? and all that shit. Going back to A&D for a second, like predating Rip Magazine. Do you remember the paid thank you sticker? Yes. Yeah. Event? Like, everybody, yes. we started that shit, and all of a sudden, everybody wanted them. That's yeah. right. People yeah. that didn't even like us were like, oh, man, I want some of those. I feel I'm just like, like that was Anthony Morena gave me a roll of paid thank you stickers. <laughs> and then we were just handing them out to people. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. and then. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. I took a few from y'all. Like, oh, oh man. We get that in my bag. I put it on my hat. Right. Yeah. You, you know what the beauty of it? Like, people don't understand when I try to tell them about our A&D days. Because like, oh they God. had, like, let's say the typical high school experience. You know, you got your nerds, your jocks, your We had non-conventional you know, teachers. We had non-conventional everything, man. Everything... <laughs> Every, first of all, That's I didn't even so know we true. had sports teams right until like junior right. year. Had not a clue. Wait, we have jocks in this school? What the fuck is that? Right. We're all fucking I nerds. I was running. <laughs> what are you? Yeah, no I, was, I was on a basketball team. I didn't even know we had one at that time. I knew we had one after the fact. I had no clue who was on it. Like, because we were all nerds, so we all got along. Yeah, we all, yeah, we all chilled. Yeah, we, we all chilled. were all just artists and fucking yeah, weirdos. Nobody, nobody was cooler than art. Right. Like, we were all just like, 
we had a level of nerddom. Like, we all got along. It doesn't matter if you were a thug, if you was a, a yeah, white dude, yeah. if you was a fucking, like, a, a, a fucking a Jewish dude. guy. A gothic, gothic dude. dude. Yeah, I forgot about goths, man. We yeah. don't have goths no more. <laughs> yeah, right. Except, and then you just had, like, that one lower tier of stranger-than-strange folks. And yeah. I'm not going to drop many names, but you all know, yeah, like, there's a few yeah. people that yeah. I could name that yeah. was very strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah they right. rest in peace. Right. <laughs> right. I don't think they was dead dead, but they might be dead now, or they nah. might be in prison for... Nah, but nah, but, nah, but, we, but the thing is that, overall, we all understood, like, first of the prestige of the school, because you got to remember, it was, like, the center point for all creatives in New York City. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All the, the skyscrapers... What? All the sky, yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they are robbers. None of us are yeah. playing cello. Come yeah, on, right, we're talking. Yeah, right. You know, we're, we, yeah, we have compasses and, and yeah, right, right. That's right. what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, we were right. changing the world with like <laughs> yeah, right. pencils and paper. No, and also too on a gummy erasers. On an on a industry standpoint, you'd be surprised. Entertainment industry of the many people that went to art and design, and it's like yeah. potent figures that went there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like every time I think about it, I like, I like cry. I'm like, damn, bro, like this shit is the reason why I'm here in entertainment. This is why I do creatively things. This is why I have that mindset because it was like with us, what we did, and being from being raised in Queens and the trip, taking the trip to Manhattan and. We go to like downtown to Soho. We went down to fucking the village and all this other shit and was like really just getting into it. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's not shocking to hear what Rod is mm. doing. It's not shocking to hear what you're doing, myself, and many others that still kept in with the arts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And overall, just like what the school did for us. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you gotta think about it. We all were a melting pot. We all were like from other boroughs. You know what I'm saying? We went to a high school in Midtown. Manhattan, yep. Turtle Bay, snooty, midtown fucking Manhattan, and didn't know what right. the fuck to accept. Like, always always say our class. I mean, there's other classes that try to say shit about themselves, but our class in 98 kind of set the tone for, like, we going special. before the millennium. Like, all right, we kind of broke the wall for you guys, literally, because we were yeah, doing really. shit. That would go uh, not only get exonerated, arrested, definitely deported, <laughs> um, for sure exiled, definitely for a fact, could have been on the newspaper so many fucking times. You know what I'm saying? Thank God there was no social media then. What? Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, ima no. Could you <laughs> imagine if from 90, 1994, my creators, I'm reaching out to my creators, 1994 up until 1998. Can you imagine if we had an Instagram? No. Oh, my God. Thank God we don't. No. Thank God. Jail. Definitely jail. <laughs> facts. Um, I don't know about you guys. No, possibly, because we did some. No, we no. all did some I mean, collusional sure. stuff. Oh, like the time. Hold on. Were you guys part of the shit? We, we, we fucked around at um, Norman Thomas. In summer school, you guys part of that? No, I don't remember that. Oh shit, you guys missed out on that. I was a good little nerd. I didn't yeah, go to right, summer school. Yeah, right, yeah, right, 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 right. Yo, so I'll, I'll put you the story. Shout out to Dexter. Shout out to Derek. <laughs> Dex, Dexter. Derek. Shout out to fucking um, some God rest the dead, Saban. Oh man, that's a toast. Yes, yes, oh, yes, shit, definitely, man. definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, Carrie, Carrie. Um, who else went with us? Um, that's oh, Shalico. Yeah, Carrie. Yes, Carrie. Jeez. Um, who else? Um, Shalico. 
We had fucking ran the town. Chalico's still doing yeah, his yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, he, don't tell me Chalico's doing yeah. doing tattoos. Dudes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, still doing his thing. Um, we were so all right. So going to the segue of my career is we were at we had to go had to go to summer school. Unfortunately, <laughs> I me all right. I'll put it like this: I was a dickhead around that year. I think I was like ninety six. So I was like when I was like entering being a jock, and I thought I was too cool for school to like. All right, let me let me finish out my grades and not go to. So I wanted to go to summer school for whatever fucking reason it was. I thought it was just too cool to like go to summer school in Midtown. I was like whatever, right? So. We were wilding over at Norman Thomas. Now, mind you, that's a, that's a rival school. Right. You know, that's another rival school <laughs> in sports. Right. That's another rival fucking school. So we're wilding over there. We're like, yo, this is art and design too. Fuck that. Wilding. <laughs> so whatever, I think something happened where we were playing on, what's the, what's the manhunt game we was playing in junior year and senior year? Oh, my God. Capture the flag. No, not that one. The other one. Uh, was it Kindred Spirits? Or something on like the, that. On the, on the, through, the, uh, through the floors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vinny and Squee. And this kid, like, he, we don't even know this guy. He's like a, I don't know, junior, sophomore, whatever. And right. he heard, obviously, everybody heard about what was going right, on. Right, 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 right. Because right. right. to start out with, we were the only, like, herbs who we cut class and stayed to fucking school. Right. We, we just stayed put. <laughs> <laughs> and we just wandered the hall. No, don't get twisted. I, I did every now and then. I, I knew how to get the fuck out of the building. But yeah, like in many we, ways, we but did But all it. your friends, we would just stay here and yeah, we just yeah, wouldn't right. go to class yes. and right. stick around. And just stayed at lunch or we stayed in the auditorium or something. This kid tries to like, he's like, oh shit, and he tucks in like he's got the flag and tries to run by us and we're like, nope. Nope. And I like this was like the height of my martial arts career. I sweep at this kid, tripped him as he's going forward into Vinny's arms, who throws him yeah. back in a suplex. Yeah. Squeeze catches his ass and pile drives this kid into the stone floor. Oh, right. I'm like, he's dead. Right. Right. What have right. we done? Yo, did y'all see the video? I remember. Um, I think John Mena has the video. I think when you went in uh, Frank's class, when y'all bombarded in Frank's class, like Saban <laughs> suplexes me, fucking um, John Metal falls out, he fucking does that. some dumb shit, he fucking kicks somebody's ass. <laughs> Frank is like, yo, you assholes, get out my school, get out my class, B. <laughs> and he's taking his wooden stick. The white sorcerer stand. Oh man, Mr. Frank. He's fucking going to town on us, hitting us and shit. And I was yeah. like, yo. What the fuck? So when I tell people our stories, right? <laughs> yo, they look at me like, yo, are you fucking serious? This can't be real. Nah, you're yeah. bugging. For you guys out there, you got to picture Mr. Frank. Uh, oh, yeah. Trying. Right. Y'all remember. Bob Ross. Remember Egon Spengler? Yeah, right, right. Fucking Ghostbusters. Right. He had that big white right. like afro hair, but the front kind of curled yeah, up. Yeah, right. Man, Mr. Frank. Oh, and my he, God. he was always trying to like, he used like. Cool language, but he, yeah, yeah, he didn't but, quite use it yeah, right. Like, yeah, right. Like, yo, <laughs> hook it up, B. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, this man could draw dinosaurs oh like God. Jurassic he Park. He was an artist, yo. I didn't have him, Mr. Frank, but Mr. Like, Barkon. No, I, don't, Barkon, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't take cartooning, but. Were you, wait, were you with me in Barkon's class? I think I time? was. I think we were in most of the cartooning classes yep. together. Yes. Remember when I used to do them to piss them off? I used to come in. Hey, Borky, what's going on? It's a pat on the back. I fucking told you. Don't fucking pat me on the back. Hey, what's going on, Borky? What are we doing today? Oh, my God. I just had to go. Those teachers had so much abuse, man. They really did. 
And they took it. They <laughs> took <laughs> it. But they gave it back. They that's gave the funny shit. That's true. They gave it back. Yo, that's Shevlo. why I said they're not. Conf- oh my Shevlo. god. Shevlo. 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 Shevlo do uh, zingers, man. Brent, uh, Brenson. Um, even Dr. Grady, right. the English teacher. Oh, who was the um, short English teacher with the orange fro? Oh, she was real prissy. Addison, oh. right? No, no, no. She was McLaughlin. No, Wall. Mrs. Wall. Oh, oh Miss Wall. Oh, Miss Wall. Yeah. Oh, she was Fran Drescher before Fran Drescher. Like, she was, <laughs> yes, darling. No, get out of my class. I don't want you here. Like, no, McLaughlin was like the, the guidance counselor. Oh, yeah. McLaughlin was, I had her as an English teacher, and she was just nuts. Really? She was yeah, Addison was nuts too. She was. I remember that. Yo, I remember. Yo, I'm not gonna say what the situation, but yo, I remember she tried to come at me one time with the. Yo, I mean, listen, Addison. I chill because you know you <laughs> kind of dance with a little too many students. I chill for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She looked at me like, get out my class, Tyson. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, listen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, it's magical time. But we had so much fun, man. Oh my God, let's get back into it. Definitely with Pete's basement and the impact and the. the this, this is the problem. We all, you start reminiscing. Yeah, I know, I know. It's you a whole. Stuck, it's a whole show. Stuck. I want to talk about Shevlo, man. <laughs> oh no, Shevlo's crazy. No, I, oh my God, that's like the one. Now, that's, that's what a I knew. Segue, though, no, that's when racism was really racism. <laughs> oh my God. Well, here's the thing. He was an old man. Shevlo was, you know, the show Mad Men. Yeah, like that's when Shevlo was that age. Yeah, he was the madman. Yes, he came he from that world, yes, and he then was. like he was like ninety nine years old when he was our teacher. Wilding. But he was, and his face was like drooling off his bones. He was just like <laughs> yep. wilding, you know. But he was like working for like Stanley and yeah. all these other cats it, back in the day. Yeah, he worked for like Mad Magazine, I think. Or yeah, something. he did. Well, he was yeah. I mean, he, he was a commercial artist. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, as as all of them were. He you know? freelanced for like all of those. He guys. created the um, Aquanet logo. Yeah, Aquanet the hairspray. Yeah, he created yeah. that logo. That was his big claim yeah. to fame. You know, right. I created the Aquanet yeah, logo. logo. You yeah. sons of bitches, get the <laughs> fuck out of my car. <laughs> you sons of bitches. Yo, I, yo, listen. Let me tell you something. I like. All right, I witnessed like like white like white people, Caucasian people that were like discriminative, right? They were discriminating or whatever. This dude like took it to the fucking top. Yeah. When he used to it's go, funny, you black son like, of a bitches, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, Yo, he was like 106 then. Because yeah, yeah, right. right. look, in Queens, right, being you know, like I said, I was um, I was Harlem born, but I was Queens raised, right. You like you would see it, but you would like all right, whatever. There's other towns that do it, Bayside, mm-hmm. fucking. Fucking uh, Northern Boulevard, fucking who else? Uh, what other towns? Fucking Forest Hills, whatever. Great. But you would like see it and then you would leave because you go back to your town and it's back to the diversity, whatever. But yo, when he, well, I'm in Manhattan because we're in Midtown Manhattan, Turtle Bay, fucking Midtown Manhattan. And you're going, holy fucking shit. Oh, you really are with this. The worst shit. part was like, he, like I said, he's like 106. He didn't even think, like he's saying anything wrong. He's just like, this is yeah, how, this is how, I'm supposed this to is talk how we talk to everybody. Yeah. You fucking bastards. You yeah. don't know art. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Remember he had that cactus? You was in my, you was in my class. I was, yeah, I know. We were in That's how I met together. you. That's yes. right. That's how I met you. Right. Me, you and me. He had that cactus. Yes. yes. And yes. everybody would go up to his desk and stamp the cactus. <laughs> I remember. He would be so angry. He'd be like, "You stirring my cactus?" He's like, "I'm gonna shove it up your ass, and you're gonna sit on it and spin around." 
I don't know if it was April Fool's Day or what it was, or if it was just a regular fucking. It was Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it was regular. And it, it, there was no April Fool's Day on the You guys decided this is sophomore year. This, we're in Chevlo's class, and you fuckers decided you're gonna take all of the strings <laughs> off of the curtain. You know where I'm going with this. I remember this. that, Patty? You tie it to the chairs and the desks <laughs> like some pirate's knot, and the whole thing is a network. <laughs> and you pull the shit when the bell rings and the whole thing I want to remind everybody this was school this is this is school (laughs) oh yeah this is school I totally forgot about that you're welcome (laughs) it was me Nick Elvis hello man Elvis it was um who else oh Sergio Sergio Sergio. oh my god it was Sergio I thought wow so I know we was all in on it I think it was first it was I think it was Roger and fucking Mick right cause Mick used to sit next to me Roger would be at the table across (laughs) Elvis was there Sergio was in the back um, Anthony used to be in the front, and I forgot what else happened. I forgot other people. You guys passed the word around like, yeah, yeah we said, out bro. first. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, remember that. I remember that. Bro, just remember, went to the bathroom, so he used to always take like 15, 20 minutes. He was an old man. He needed it. Old man. So we all, he's like, yo, hey, listen, hey, 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 listen. Go the chairs. Tie that. Remo, Kareem, yo, you gotta get this. I said, I got you, son. It's <laughs> <laughs> time that shit. And then, yo, I think it was a Mick that pulled the string, the final string. I think if it was, if it wasn't Mick, I think it was either Mick or it was Sergio. It was one of the two. All I know is we all were like, and was crying, laughing. Yeah. And then when they came to us, and then when they came to us, the question, yo, that shit was hilarious too, because it was like it felt like Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Who's responsible? Who's responsible? I do, man. <laughs> don't even know what you're talking about. And then at that time, I had already got suspended. I was—I think I was one of the first freshmen that got suspended or whatever and shit wow. like that. So I came back from suspension. <laughs> so they just automatically came to my room. All right, Tyson, what you know about this? I'm like, yo, I just got back. What do you what, what do you want from me? You suspended me for a week. What do you want from me? Yeah. You know, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh. oh. Oh, this segues. Oh what were we talking about? I don't even know. Times, I'm man. sorry. I, I did that. I, I brought it back. He'll go back to the actual topic at hand. Oh, that's shit. my fault. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Let's go. Oh, shit. Wow. Hold on. Let me get my hat back in order. That was fucking awesome. Um, all right. So with Pete's basement, right? I know you guys definitely covered with, with comic books and stuff like that. It was other things too, but comic book was the main emphasis. What's your take on the impact of the comic book movies now for the culture, like real rap. Like, what's, what's your take on it? Is it is it high? Is it low? Or is it you appreciate the fact that, okay, Hollywood kind of was a hit or miss sometimes on the movies? What's your take on it? Either one. Honestly, man, the movies have had such an impact on the comic book industry as a whole. And for, for better and worse, all at the same time, like right. on, on one hand, the prices of stuff, is going sky high. So if you were a collector from the beginning, you know, yeah, like when, when we were kids, you're making millions. Yeah, you've got you've got issues that all of a sudden you paid four or five dollars for that are now going for eighty, a hundred, even five hundred dollars out of the blue for no good reason. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time when 
you could get a first appearance of Miles Morales, uh, the, the, the Spider-Man, for, it was in the dollar bins. And now that there's speculation that he's eventually going to show up in the movies, this is a $1,000 book on any day of the week. Right. So, and this is like a raw copy. Forget graded. Graded is going way higher than that. Wow. So it's like you know, the the prices of stuff. So if, if you're a collector and you were in it beforehand, right. you're you're just sitting back just watching your investment you grow. grow. Right. If you're trying to get into it now, uh, you, you yeah. got to be a lot more selective. Right. As far as like some of the stories go, you know, there's there's tension. You know, like right. what what is reflected by the movies and what was originally in you know Tom in book. the comics. And the best example I can give at this point is the new Ms. Marvel trailer that just dropped. Now Kamala Khan uh, was a fan of Captain Marvel, and she was just like a, she was a, a, a little Islamic girl, Muslim girl from New Jersey. And she was just a fan of Captain Marvel. And she turns out to be inhuman after the Terrigen Mist hits her. And she comes out, and honestly, like, this is a change I feel is for the better, mind you. Some right. people are just in contention yeah, about yeah, that because yeah, right. they're, maybe they're purists or whatever. But, you know, she basically just had, like, glorified Mr. Fantastic powers. Like, she could extend her arms and, you know, she could grow her limbs and shit. And all she really did was, like, that big fist thing. And I was like... Y'all are trying to be diverse and make different characters. Right. And great, that that's fantastic. But you, you could have wrote that one a bit better, I think. Right. You know. <laughs> so in the new trailer, if you've seen it, uh, you know Ms. Ms. Mola has the show. I believe it's I believe it's dropping in June. Uh, it's going to be on Disney Plus. Okay. And they've kind of advanced her character to go along with um, they call it, the new movie's called The Marvels. So you're going to have Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. You're going to have Monica Rambeau. Nice. Uh, uh, like the Spectrum Captain Marvel, and you're going to have her in this as well. And they kind of gave her like it looks like Quasar's Quantum Bands. Oh wow! And she's kind of running around almost like a glorified Green Lantern. Like she's using these bands to, you know, she's still using that whole big fist thing, but now it's more like an energy projection rather than a Mister Fantastic power. Right. And I think I think that's worlds better for the character. And some mm -hmm. people are like, oh, that doesn't work. She was never like that. Yeah, she wasn't, but she was also kind of whack because like they. They try to make this character relevant, and they failed mm. time and time again mm. with, you know, how many times was her series restarted, right. you know? And I'm all for diversity and, and whatnot in, in comics, but I also want new characters. You know, mm. I, I don't want you to change characters, like, for the sake of fucking change. Like, when they made, when Will Smith played Deadshot, and they turned him from a white dude into a black dude, and then in the comics, they try to reflect that, and I'm like, slow down. Like, right. They and to me, like the best ex the, the best uh description that I heard from that was uh and it, this was this was a black man saying this on Twitter, it was like it, it's like getting white people leftovers. And you don't mm. you don't want that. You want a new character. And I'm gonna be the first to to say, not the first to say, but I when I when Miles Morales was first announced, by Brian Michael Bendis was writing this, you're gonna make a, a half black, half Latino kid be Spider-Man. And, all right, you're taking the, the two largest, let's say, minorities in New York City. You're combining them together, and you're making Spider-Man. Spider-Man's supposed to be the, the everyday superhero. This sounds like a gimmick to me in order to right. sell comics. And you know what? If it was a gimmick, so be it. It turned out amazing because this 
that's how you write a character. Spider-Man, Miles Morales turned out to be a better Spider-Man at the time than probably Peter Parker was in decades. And mm-hmm. that he became the everyday superhero. His race did not define him. It was the fact that he was an awesome character. And right. that's what people forget. Right. When, it, when they want to do all of this different diversity, they want to make characters homosexual, they want to make characters trans and all of this stuff. That's fantastic. Do that. But don't arbitrarily change a character that already exists. Make an awesome new character. And people are like, well, that's really hard. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, it's that's, the, that's the fucking point. point. It's, it's difficult. difficult. Do you think that Brian Michael Bendis just woke up one day and said, we're going to make a half-black, half-Latino Spider-Man and he's going to be great? No, he probably sat on that shit for over a year or so formulating it. Mm-hmm. And like he made Miles Morales one of the greatest comic book characters mm. ever. And I, ever. His fucking first appearance is sky high right now and it is deserved because he's an awesome character. And not for nothing, one of our A&D brethren is doing his fucking cover Ooh. art. Torin. Torin. Oh, yeah. Is drawing Miles Morales covers. Fuck. Oh, yeah. man. Pick up Torin Clark. That is my dude. Hell Torin. yeah. Torin. Read man. Torin. I gotta, yo, I gotta hit up Torin. He has to come here. Mm-hmm. Fuck that, bro. We Torin's knew Torin was in. one of the most talented oh, yeah, sons of bitches far. in school if, back then. If he, yo, if, if arguably, damn, damn for sure, top 10. Absolutely. Easily. easily. Absolutely. Top 10, easily. Watching so his like, career evolve on, yeah. on social media has just been, been uh, just such glorious. a pleasure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it has. It, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm so well-deserved. Torrance pulling up. Fuck that. Like, I, I want to <laughs> see... I want to see the He's not going to tell... Torrance definitely not going to tell Tor- me fucking Torrance... He's a bit agoraphobic, but he might do. He might do. He yeah. he probably do. So I've been trying I, to. It's been a minute a too. It's he, been a minute. It's been a minute since we since I remember the last time he was in New York. That's the last time I linked up with him. I remember. Is with, he not here no more? I didn't uh, realize he's not in New York. I think he might have left. From the last time, I think the la- I think the last time when I seen him, and that's with Rob Cave too. I gotta hit him up. Wow, too. Robert Cave. Robert Cave. He's still wow. Rapping. I, from my understanding, he still spits. He still. He still. He still. Rapping. Really. Still rapping. Still rapping. Uh, uh, Spit Deuce Howard. He got. He still. He do. He still does his clothing line. You know what I'm saying. Right. Um, who else from Andy that you guys know that I? Uh, we are uh, in the industry. Um, oh well, what do I remember to um, Melissa? Melissa, I think is an art teacher now. Really, really. She did. Oh, a, I gotta get her on too. Oh, she, she had quite she's a few in the top ten too. She was amazing. She's she's amazing. If if she was a top, she was definitely a. One son. I think she, she was, was when she, she did with the anime. Yeah, yeah she was a one son. I yeah. think she was the first one of a, of anyone that, in our class to be published. Like right. she did that work for um it was like an anime manga uh there was like Viz Video or something like that, and they had like a publication line yep. and she did oh, God, what the I know she did like Santa Claus versus Dracula or something like that. That was in Rip Magazine? Are you sure? No, she did Snuffles and Prick. She did Snuffles, Snuffles and Prick, Prick for Rip, Rip Magazine, Magazine and also, which was like a uh, glorious Tom and Jerry like right. spin. Right. And also um, a geriatric uh, boxing. Oh, oh, my God. She was yes. such an amazing I got, I got, artist. I got to hit her up on, on, on it's Facebook. Such a, a wonderful, humble Facebook, woman. See definitely. See what's up. Yeah. Yo, definitely, let's, get, let's continue on. Because I definitely know on Pete's Basement, you also have the figurines as well. I do. I'm a I'm a big toy collector, and right. I've gotten more so over the years. Right. Like as toys have, in, in the last I would say four or five years, toys have evolved beyond anything we could oh, yeah. imagine. Right. All right. Funko Pop. Because I, 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 I I'm collecting Funko. Do you feel Funko Pop have definitely 
help contribute with the culture as well, along with the movies. Take us into that. Take us in your take on that. Thousand percent, because and you the, too, Rod. I want you to definitely chime in on that as well. The, you know what? He, that's the funny thing is, you know, Rod, Roger had said he he's not the right. biggest comic book fan. He knows of them and stuff right. like that. But Roger is. He's a Mad Magazine fan. He likes comedies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm sorry to be talking about you in third person. No, I'm but acting like I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to cool. be at my funeral. I want to hear this. <laughs> That's fact. The Funko Pops make make it like okay for everybody to buy toys. You know, like because. It's a simple little. It's a little fucking head. It's like a big ass stupid eyes, and the body is kind of like descriptive of what you you know you're buying. Like a He Man is just like a blonde haired guy with your fucking He Man's body, and you know Skeletor or fucking Doc Holliday, Val Kilmer from Tombstone. I have Al Bundy. Right, right, right. There's so many characters and and every every random you could possibly imagine. There's a Funko Pop for you. So you don't have to get into collecting every single one of them, but you could have your niche, like, you know, name something. Do they have all in the family? I don't know no, if they I, got all in the family I know yet. they got the like, Jeffersons. They have the Jeffersons? Yeah, they got the Jeffersons. They I want that. They got, they got, I just recently, I think I just recently seen because I have the app. I think they got Wheezy. They got oh, Wheezy. Awesome. Um, the hus- They got the husband. Um, they George. got, uh, they got George Jefferson. They got, who are the neighbors? I think they got oh, the neighbors. Oh, um, I forgot the neighbors' names. And I think they got uh, the the maid too. I think. Okay. And then they got. I think they have all in the family, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think man. They touched they, that. I, I haven't even seen they an touch, Archie Bunker touched, one, but that would yeah, be funny. They, not all in the family. What's the other one? No, uh, Good Times. I know good they touched yeah, Good Times. Oh yeah, they touched Good Times. They touched Ninja Turtles. They touched Ninja Turtles. They, they touched Pro Stars. Um, Pro Stars, that was uh, Wayne, Pro Stars. Gres- yeah, Wayne, yeah, Wayne Gretzky, Gretzky, Bo Jackson, Jackson and, uh, and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. They got oh, that. my God. Yeah, they I got didn't that. even know they had yeah. that shit. You know, you know who's a big collector? Shout out to my man, uh, Ray. Ray McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ray, Ray's a huge collector. <laughs> I see he showed me his collection. He got me. He actually shot them. He got me extra inspired, and also to shout out to my um to my homie and and who I do producing for um Hip Hop Gamer from Hot ninety seven. Mm-hmm. He got me into Funko Pops as well. So I got like Stone. it's the heroin addiction. Oh of my toys. god! I, why, why do you think Funko Pops are so appealing? Because everybody it, t- can it's the buy fandom. It. Yeah, it, it's like yo, like there's something for everyone. And then also too, like money wise, like you, like you really gotta be strategic. Like I learned how to be strategic <laughs> with figurines. Like I never learned that before. Like if I seen a figurine, I was like, oh, I'll get it, cool, whatever. And I didn't, I didn't really appreciate the value. Funko Pops helped me. Like when I got the app. And I appreciated shit. Right. Oh hell yeah! Like my ten inch uh, LeBron James, I got the mm-hmm. LA one. Like I like I was I really got it on purpose. I was like, all right, if he wins this ring, all right, cool. The price is gonna go up. Mm-hmm. And the Wayne Gretzky one too went up. Like Wayne Gretzky went up. Um, I got Michael Knight with him and Kit. Yeah. Like Kit's the oh, bottom. Cool. Oh, awesome. Kit's the I love car. that one. Yeah, oh, Kit's awesome. the car, and then Michael Knight's head is on top. I got that. I got both. They got the B. A. Baracus yeah, one. Right. With the fucking eighteen fan. Eighteen fan. I gotta get that's that. That's a fucking expensive one to find if you don't have it already. Yeah, you gotta get that. Cause you know what's crazy? You know who was having it at first? Blockbuster had it. Really? I, I did the history back on it. Blockbuster was the original ones that had it. And now these are the ones that are like ten, fifteen thousand oh dollars. Yeah. They're so rare. Yeah, like yo, Blockbuster had a re- like Blockbuster had them during the time when Blockbuster was like almost fading out. Okay. So they had the toys. 
and shit. So yeah, so there's blockbuster exclusives. And when wow. it first started, it wasn't obviously every character in the book. It was this guy, Freddy Funko. Yes. And really? he would dress up like the character. Almost. Right. Like if he was, you know, let's say just Ronald McDonald, for example. Right. He would dress, he dress up. Yeah, yeah he Funko, would just be in a, a costume, McDonald. but it was right. his head. And all these original Funkos are literally like 10, 15 grand. Right. Wow. Right. But what, the, what, how how much is like how many are an average run of a particular character? There are thousands. There's a thousand of them. Oh my god! They number them all. As yeah. Like there's uh there's different sections now. There's like TV. There's uh video games. Yeah. There's comic books. There's DC, See, Marvel, Marvel, indie stuff. You know what I want? I want Night Court. They have, no, think, uh, they, have both. they might no, actually have Night Court. Yeah. They have Night Court. Yeah, I, think I think they so. might. I think they because they did touch on shows. They touched on shows. <laughs> That's what I, I want. Bull. I want. Uh, yeah. I, John Larroquette. I, I, I want to say there's a fucking mm-hmm. bull. Uh, what what was his name? Uh, who is the judge? I can't remember. No, the judge was Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson. That's I right. I can't think of Bull's name. Uh, Richard Shannon. in real life. Bull Shannon was his name. Thinking no, Richard. Was, um, Richard Mall. Yeah. Richard yep. Mall. Okay. John Larroquette was yep. what's his name, and the woman I forget her name too. Yeah. Lucky Post. What's she that? just died recently. Yeah, oh, Marky that's right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. There's there's a new Night Court coming out. It was a the woman, uh, be, uh, the judge is supposed to be Harry Anderson's daughter. Wow. John Larroquette's reprising his role. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What'd you guys think of the new Ghostbusters movie? I loved it. I loved every minute. Of- no, I go hold oh you. Oh my god. No, <laughs> let me tell you something. When Egon came, I, was I knew it was gonna happen. Yo, I fucking I'm cried like, because <laughs> of, of how the story. This is my jam. Yeah. I'm glad we brought this up. I yeah. brought it up. No, I'm glad fine. we brought it because this is my fucking jam. Yeah, I I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. By the way, there were Ghostbusters Funkos all over oh the place. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. So just the, so you know, donuts were selling it like crazy, dude. When the they had puffs. Egon <laughs> turn the house into a trap, I was like, I'm in. This is amazing. <laughs> this is exactly what I want the next Ghostbusters to be. I mean, but the, you know, I mean. Here's the thing. I, there were things I didn't like about it. Okay. Were, okay. okay. And like, you know, it's kind of like the new Star Wars. It's like they give you so much everything you want. It's like something's fake here. You know, it's like you reject the Matrix when it's too good. You know what I mean? Right. It's like it's so fucking good that I'm just I, – I don't – you know, this what's what's extra here? And it, and the new Star Wars movies, you know, apologies to everyone out there, made me appreciate the prequels mm. more. <laughs> okay. Because at least it was a totally different take on something, right? Right. The, um, you know – Here's here's honestly here's my pitch for like the, for the Ghostbusters. What they should have done, they should have gone all in on Evo Shandor. They should have made they should have made um, the the brother who was honestly just like a fucking throwaway character. Why the older brother? Like why was he there? I don't know. They should have made him more angsty because of his mother and father all breaking up and all that shit. He should have been super angsty, and he should have fallen in with like an Evo Shandor cult in this new place that they went. And there should have been a whole like Evo Shandor cult. And they should have made that more of like he should have been the bad guy, not Goza. Fuck Goza. Yeah, right. They should have made Evo Shandor, the spirit of Evo but, Shandor, come back but, and be like the big but, baddie at the end. I think because if you looked at the end when they when they when the when the when the um, Ecto uh, truck or whatever the car went to New York again, mm-hmm. I think that I think it's leading to saying okay. We're gonna bring it back to yeah, New York they, again. The new one, right. They made a point to say that Winston had like bought the firehouse again and right. was like reshaping it and everything. Yeah, it missed it, it missed the New York element. I was just because there's something. It did, it if did, you did. if you go back to the you know, original, but I understood. I, but I understood why though. No, it's fine. I understood why though because you because you wouldn't get the you wouldn't understand how the, his granddaughter got the courage. How his mm-hmm. granddaughter understood 
who her grandfather really was. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't get that. Yeah. Or the brother wouldn't the brother wouldn't like actually like take over and drive the car. You know what I'm right. saying? So I get that part. But now I'm actually eager to see, okay, and cross my fingers, Hollywood, please don't fuck up the sequel. <laughs> oh, yeah, really. Please don't you know fuck they're up gonna the make sequel. one. Like No, right, but please don't fuck I know it made budget. Please, Hollywood, I'm begging you, please, <laughs> please do not fuck up the sequel. Cause that will crush my heart. Right. That will after what you just did, yes. that greatness with afterlife. Like you would fuck up my uh, my world if you fucked up the sequel. Yes. The the best thing about this movie was like you're sitting there and you're watching these these young kids become you know basically become Ghostbusters, and it really took you back to the 1980s when you were like I could be a Ghostbuster. Right. That's like right. that's right. how you felt. Right. Watching this movie. Right. Even maybe even more so than watching the last one. Did you did you watch the um like uh. uh What's it called? Uh, special features or the extra stuff? No, nah, I didn't. I so should they, have. So but... they had, um, you know, uh, Ivan Reitman, Reitman, rest in peace, and like you know the rest of the Ghostbusters, and uh, you know Dan Aykroyd, who basically wrote the first, you know, one and two mm-hmm. movies, you know, which if you if you if you go back to his original script was completely different, It was completely crazy. Right. But his pitch was a prequel of how did these Ghostbusters meet in how and in. Um, in like high school, okay, and like I would fucking love to see that movie. Yeah. I would love to see it, like because if you start off the original, because you know we all saw the movie, we were like five five years old, four, yeah, year, four or five yeah, years we old. We didn't know how they got. So together. it's like, what does even what does Columbia University even mean when they get kicked out of Columbia University in the beginning? That's so brilliant. That's so good. That's like you know here's these like fuck ups that just they're scamming Columbia University, <laughs> especially like Bankman, and it's like what happened you know, that led. Where to did this? where did right. they? How did they even get here? What what was crazy. Cause we, we, let's see, we, yeah, we got a little bit more time. We're gonna have to wrap it up, but <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. But what was crazy was when you saw that that um Ray was mad at Egon. Mm-hmm. That part fuck, caught me off guard. I was like, right. wait a minute, I was upset. Oh, yeah, I was like, wait, they had beef. Like, why did they have beef? Yeah, what's going on here? Why are they beefing? It's the Ghostbusters. Why are you right. beefing? But it added on, and and you mm-hmm. understood. Yeah, like, oh wow. I had to go back and watch part two. Because he had that shop in part two. Yes. In part yes. two, he had that shop. Yeah, you know? he did. And, like, and see, like, you know, what was the sort of history there. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I mean, yeah. I don't know. We can talk about Ghosts forever. Oh, cause... man. We can talk about a lot of this shit forever. I mean, that's... Nah, that yeah. Is... Nah, but, um, what's... Oh, I wanted to ask y'all about, before we leave, I want to definitely ask you guys about Comic-Con. Now, I know yep. you guys are vets in a half <laughs> with Comic-Con. Super facts. Take my creatives before you give out. Take my creatives into... Your rookie years and now your vet years. Like, take us into the whole transition of that. Like, what was the what's the feeling? Real talk. Because that's like the Comic Con's like the WrestleMania of anything in comic book community. Like, I know there's other places that have it, but when it's New York Comic Con, yeah. we I, listen. We are the WrestleMania of that of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. May I take it? <sighs> okay. First of all, Comic Con is fun. It's a blast. It's amazing to go to to see it, especially if you've never seen it before. Right. On the other hand, Comic Con from a uh, podcast standpoint is tough because mm-hmm. it's like you're there for work, and you don't you don't really get to enjoy enjoy it. yourself. That's yeah, right. you don't. You're, you're running around. You're trying to do these interviews that you hope will draw in YouTube views. You know, like that's that's your sole 
purpose for being there is like find the creators that are popular enough that are willing to do an interview to talk to you, whomever you are, whether you're fucking, you know, comicbook.com, whether you're IGN or whether you're Pete's basement, it doesn't matter. You know, if they have the time to talk to you and you do these interviews and they're that some of them are super fun. Some of them are kind of lame and some of them you kind of got to like coach the interviewee mm-hmm. through the entire yeah. time. Oh, which, which I like to call, which some of the media like to call book bagging the interview. Okay. That's a great, that's yeah. a great term. Yeah, like, to, book bagging the interview. Huh. you know it, like sometimes there are guests it's that tough. you just like got to carry the whole oh, way God. through. Jesus Christ. I hate those. I prefer the guest as I'm sure you do, where you can ask them three sentences worth of a question and they take it from there. Hmm? Like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> One, like I've had a lot of fun interviewing certain guests mm-hmm. that I, I can name drop off the top of my head was like uh, the creators of oh god <laughs> the paybacks the paybacks mm-hmm. Donny Cates and Elliot Rahal Ooh. these guys were hilarious and Donny Cates it, it, at this point if you're into comics and you don't know Donny Cates uh what even are you reading? Like this, this guy's everywhere. He, like we interviewed him when he first started in one of his original books. Uh, honestly, Daryl DMC McDaniel's was one of my most emphatic oh, DMC. Yeah, interviews. Yeah, 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 He's yeah. such a DMC good no dude. He's such He's, a happy he really dude. He's the, just happy to talk to you. Really, with the shits, he with really, comic books, and, and he just he just wants to do shit to like help kids learn to read. Like, holy mm-hmm. fuck, are you just an awesome human being? <laughs> and like, just, honestly, like the the best interview Pete's Basement I think ever did was fucking J M Demathis and Tom DeFalco yep. in Artist Alley, and like wow. we were talking to Tom DeFalco, and J M Demathis is right next to him, and they just chimes in, and they just these. These two are like such veterans of the industry that they just start going back and forth like fucking Abbott and Costello and we're just like filming like I just just let it go just Just let let it go go. like this is is awesome but like you know there were great interviews like that and then there were interviews where you're just like and what are you doing next and you just (laughs) my god you gotta like pull it out of them and you're like and then you go home and Yo. you've got two to three weeks worth of editing nonsense oh, to do man. to try and make this all sh- this yeah. whole shit relevant because you're trying to drop in slates and images and mm-hmm. things like that. And to you're cover like, up, to cover what up the, the fuck for? Yeah. And you get, I don't know, a couple of hundred views and you're just like, why did I bother with this? <laughs> and you do that every fuck year and you're just like, why am I continuing to do this? Mm. And you try to explore different avenues, right. different creators, right. different things. Finally, honestly, this past year, going to Comic-Con in the midst of COVID while right. the world was in, you know, going to hell right. uh, and trying to kind of claw its way back. This was the most fun I've had at Comic-Con in years. Is it because, is it, because the, the, it cut back on the abundance that of 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 the people that were attending. Oh, that's definitely why. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Yeah, no. I, oh, trust I know. Trust I know, kid. It was I, a I lot more stories. comfortable. I got some stories <laughs> when when the vaccine mandates came and and certain events that I was attending to do like cover media or if I do cuts podcast and cover it and do some uh, my, my vlog with it and everything that I was getting like prime rib fucking <laughs> like s- selections and areas. To go record and shit. I was like, oh, 
Oh, How happy were you oh, to God. not have to push your way through crowds? And like, I was able to walk freely. Yeah. And I'm like, and set, the, the and world should my, have a new plague every my year. Tripod perfectly. Yeah. And Bro, get to it. I, I did something I've been meaning to do for years, which was just like I got myself a GoPro. I strapped that son of a bitch to my chest. Right. And I literally just walked around Comic-Con and let people experience, experience the it. con as I did. So if I stopped to look at some books and shit and buy some comics or look at some stuff on the wall, that's what they saw. So, and right. that's what I tried to impart to them is like instead of – Killing myself, first of all, to go through the Comic-Con experience and you're, you know, interviewing all of these people that are really grateful for the for the interview, but you're doing it almost just like as a favor because you're not getting anything out of it as far as views and, you know, re- uh, YouTube revenue are concerned. Right. You're, you're doing it just for, I don't know, I don't fucking know why you're doing it. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of see your heart. Right. This, this, I had more fun doing this than I did in a long, long time. And even though it took me like a good week and a half to edit it because, you know, I wanted to make the video nice. I wanted to make it look good. I I still have that, you know, that artist's uh, mentality. I'm I'm not going to put this shit out if it don't look good. Yeah, no, you're damn right. It's still like, when I was done, I was like, I'm really happy Happy. with this. And this is kind of where I'm going to go with Comic-Con from here on in. Mm -hmm. Because... People don't watch like interviews like that, and you know if they if they want them or something like that, you know maybe they can request them or something. But other than that, I had just fun walking around, and that's and I honestly I think we got more views on that video than we did on mad other interview videos. You know I'm not gonna say put together, but like you know total whatever. That's what's up. It was it was there a was lot that year that we shared yeah. a table with Chris Claremont. There we yeah. That, honestly, that was really great. The, he was so <laughs> artist, in artist Alley. Alley. When Artist right. Alley allowed podcasts to be in it, mm-hmm. you know they they had like a whole podcast avenue Alley, yeah. for Podcast Alley. We were right on the other side of Chris Claremont. Oh, nice. And nice. Claremont was he? Uh, my cousin was like. Who's that guy with all the, you know, the people lined up? I was like, yeah, you, you know, like every X-Men animated series yeah. a- uh, episode. Yeah. Like, he basically wrote the original story and he yells back like, yeah, I used to be somebody important. Like, <laughs> this dude's funny. Chris Claremont was probably one of the best uh, guys we had on the show. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, man. Nonetheless, man. It's time. It's got. It's got to close down. I understand. And, and we could do this for hours. Yeah, right. Fun, man. Right. But. Nonetheless, I want you guys to let everybody know. Let my creators reach out to my creators. Let my creators know where to follow you at. No doubt. Hit us up. Questions at PeachBasement.com. Facebook.com forward slash PeachBasement. Instagram, Twitter, etc. At PeachBasement. We are going to have a follow-up interview with your boy Kareem. Yo, that's going to uh, be crazy. We're, we're just going to go that, on uh, and that, on that, that, and that on. My, my creators, I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be on my live. That that live might that might that live might be about like maybe two three hours. That's gonna oh. easily be two or three <laughs> yeah, hours. I'm not putting out shit. I'm telling you Put right now, wrong, we're just gonna have a good old fashioned <laughs> basement <laughs> whiskey party. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, if you're interested, there's Peach the Peach Basement T-shirt. Yes, you can find please. us at represent.com forward slash store forward slash Peach Basement. Not only can you get one of these, you can get the awesome uh, Peach Basement the thirteenth. 
season one where I, I made this really cool graphic with like Friday the Thirteenth and shit. Oh, nice. And by the way, the there was the thirteenth episode of the thirteenth season wow. that we did on Friday the Thirteenth. I did a little uh, episode manipulation nice. to make sure that that timing worked. Worked. And right after that is when the world descended into hell. So I'm pretty much blaming ourselves. For it's that. your fault. So Pete's it's basically, basically it's your fault. It's all your fault. Pete. Yeah, no, we fucked everything up. Damn fucking Astoria Queens kid. You can get that shirt. You can Bastard. get you can get such New Three York esque t shirts as like when you're walking behind somebody and it's like put the phone down and walk faster t shirts right. like wow. I'm really, I'm really really proud it's of my that biggest one. pet peeve yes Roger I'm fucking really yeah. yes Roger please let let my creators know where to follow you follow your greatness and everything yeah man well uh, uh my you know Roger Wall Street is my Twitter okay yeah because it's actually there's a funny story behind that you know because I work at Wall Street Journal so they made me have a Twitter and I was like. Fine, Roger Wall Street. Why not, right? So, <laughs> so follow me there if you want to follow me on Twitter. And then King Otho, pretty much every, everywhere else, Instagram. And, and uh, um, yeah, I have I just uh, built an NFT gallery. Oh, nice. A virtual, a VR NFT gallery. Nice. That was just um, uh, featured at, at uh, um, Miami Basel. In, nice. Uh, Art Basel, Miami, last year. Uh, that's the road gallery, and in addition to you know, I can't wait to get back into the basement and like, yeah, do yeah. this again. This yes, is yes, so this, good. This is what's no, fun, you be, man. You this better be so fucking see, good. Sorry, you better be in fucking attendance. I know you I I haven't. No, I know, honestly, I know parenthood is the number one thing. But no, right? But no, motherfucker. If I'm in, if I'm here, this is ten if years. You're in the there, motherfucker. I'm there. <laughs> I am motherfucker there. Ten years in the motherfucking Dude, making. You better be. Fucking I will in the be building. there when you are there. I'm there for sure. But my creators, like I said, man, this is episode 89, episode 89 of Cuts Podcast. You know what Cuts stand for? Culture, urban, technology, and sports. Nonetheless, my creators, you know what the deal is. If you have questions, feedback, or anything, go to the email, cutspodcast1 at gmail.com. Also, go to the website, remomarack.com. Also, too, go to the Instagram, Cuts cut uh c dot u dot t dot s double underscore as well as cutspodcast.com if you want to go to my personal instagram you know what that is remo marac underscore at remo marac underscore and twitter is at remo marac like i said i am gracious of this episode nonetheless gotta go out we gotta get out of here you know what it is you know i'm a rem up for ah that's ptc that's pound that chest come on yeah man we are out of here, my creators. Peace.